0: foxy and giuliano the podcast yo hello yo
1: yo
2: yo what was that off alf alf alien life form at least i love that program uh hello and welcome to our podcast this is episode numero 4222 i can't remember i've completely lost count now. it doesn't
1: matter no one listens in the right order anyway
2: no they don't that's we found that out recently now just in case you are new to the podcast and you've just found us, my name is Foxy, this is Giuliano. Hello. Uh, we have been a radio duo for about 13 years. Or...
1: Yeah, long time together. Good mates. It's just us sharing our lives, not taking ourselves too seriously. No, no, no. Some great guests as well. We
2: do have. We've had some great guests. Now, if you are new and this is your first Foxy and Giuliano, the podcast podcast that you listened to. And we've had some amazing guests. Keith Mason, who
1: is an inspiration. Um, the winner of SES Who Dares Wins, whose dad was a gangster, which was amazing. That was Hearing amazing. about all that. And Aunt Viv from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Random, but she
2: was great. <laughs> she was amazing as well. So make sure you listen back to some of our other podcasts. We would appreciate that. How's your week been, Giuliano?
1: Well, we like to keep it upbeat, Yeah. especially with all the COVID stuff. It's really depressing listening to yeah, you. Yeah, so yeah. my week has been shocking. Shocking. Okay. <laughs> it's been really awful. Tell me why. Uh so my kids are fine, but someone at the school tested positive. Right. So uh, even, even though the, the child wasn't in their year, they have both been sent home for a week. So oh, I've had to Lord. pretend to be a teacher. Yeah. Um, I would describe my vibe if I was going to teach in a classroom as laissez-faire, laid back. Vibe? Yeah, you know, teachers try and create a vibe, don't they? So if I, I'm trying to create a sort of laid-back vibe, except for the fact that um, they don't listen to anything I say, and then I revert, revert to just anger.
2: Yeah. <laughs> if Ofsted were to do an inspection, I mean, what kind of rating do you think you'd get? Well,
1: uh, it, it's, there's definitely a, a, a scale of happiness. Right. And at 9 o'clock it starts really Are well. You getting,
2: so so you still getting the kids up and, and, and dressed? And then insisting that you start at nine.
1: I would say at the start of the week that was very much the vibe. The vibe. You've got to stop using that, mate. You're too old for that. And word. come about midday on Wednesday. Right. I was tearing my hair out. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, we've all look. Any parents who are listening to this, we've we've all been through this home education. I, my wife, Leanne, was superb. I was I was crap. I was really bad. I just lost my temper because they don't listen to what you're saying. Also, they're
1: not as good as adding as I would like them to be. No. I mean, why do they not understand? <laughs> why does a four-year-old not able to minus nine from <laughs> ten?
2: <laughs> it is, the one thing I've learned through this whole coronavirus thing and the home education thing is I've got a newfound respect for teachers.
1: I mean, they are the, incredible. The patience and the planning it takes because you're not just being a teacher. You've also got to get lunch ready. Yeah. So you're trying to do all so You're a all teacher. You're
2: a chef. You're a cleaner. I mean, you're doing all the jobs, and
1: I'm not very good at any of them. <laughs> it got so bad that by about Thursday, I resorted. There were we'd run out of things to talk about, and I would purely got into right. I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about. So I started explaining American electoral politics to a four and a six-year-old. Wow. Okay. I basically had the news on, and there was something on about Donald Trump. I okay. think you'll like this. Okay. So so Poppy and Albie. So Poppy's six. Uh, Albie's four and they are fascinated by Donald Trump, and for one reason. So I, 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 I'll I, do, OK? I mean, it's fairly obvious what the reason is. Um, so we, we were chatting away, and they, they, they were really making me laugh. I hope it makes you laugh too, OK? So I, I simply asked them, when you hear the president's name, what do you think of? When I say Donald Trump, what do you think?
3: I think his name's quite funny.
1: Why is his name funny? Because
3: it has... Um, <laughs> um and it. And I know why he's called Donald Trump. Because he's from McDonald's and he trumps all... And he f- and he farts all the All the time! time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he's from McDonald's and he farts all the time too. <laughs> and that's why he's called Donald Trump. <laughs>
1: <But> why?
3: <laughs>
1: why... Why McDonald's? Why...
3: Because he says Donald's. McDonald's.
1: Oh, so you think he's called Donald Trump because he's from McDonald's and
3: (laughs) and he farts all the time.
1: So you think the President of America farts a lot?
3: (laughs) Yes. Please don't tell President
1: of America, we said this. <laughs> 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 she all of sudden got really concerned that the president would find out do, about do this. Do they
2: think that you've got Donald Trump's uh, number on speed? one? What, what I
1: like about it as well is if you haven't watched it yet, I really recommend you watch it. But the new Borat film... No, we've just been talking about this. The yeah. new Borat film... They make He makes the same joke throughout the film, calling him McDonald's Trump. That's what really amused me the most. Oh, so, so so, so, that's that's where the teaching got to. So that, that was about
2: Wednesday. I can, can only
1: imagine that Friday must have been absolute chaos. So because I could justify this as a radio lesson, I suddenly thought, hey, wait a minute, this is something that we're all enjoying. Yeah. And I can actually exploit for my own purposes as well, doing yeah. this. Yeah, I then thought, well... I wonder what the thick kids think of Foxy. Right. Okay. Do you want to hear? Um, probably not. Let's have. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a listen. Oh,
3: I think he is absolutely amazing because he does the podcast really well, and I read and I think he's a really um, and I think he's really good at it. I think he's really good at it with you.
1: And is Foxy funny?
3: Yeah, really funny. Really, really funny.
1: What's funny about him? Well, what, what does he do that's funny?
3: Tell funny things don't, that don't s- tell the President of America. we said he's from McDonald's and he farted on me.
1: Okay, we're <laughs> don't back on tell that. Him. <laughs> <laughs> we're back on it. Now I attempted to record. That other... was that was the most positive thing someone said to me in years. So I know. So traditionally, any any sort of bit recorded like this, what I should have done is is tee them up and say, "Can you say really nasty things about him?" So it shows that it was honest. That that's honestly what came that's out of their very head. Very sweet. I also tried to record other things, but. They all seem to end with the same theme. The Donald Trump parts a lot and he's from McDonald's.
4: <laughs>
1: so, so um, basically, yeah. that's the highlight of my week so far. Yeah. How? I mean, bearing in mind we would like to keep it upbeat and yeah. positive yeah. because of the whole COVID thing, everyone's mm-hmm. a bit depressed. You don't want to watch the news unless you really feel like feeling down in the dumps. This is about creating a sanctuary where people can just have a laugh. How was your week, Foxy? Shite. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> what was what was
1: what, what was so bad about your week well, bearing in I, mind we like to keep it really positive <laughs> perhaps today wasn't
4: the
2: day to be recorded. this go on. Um, so it's just one of those weeks you know things always happen in threes Okay. So we've got, um, it's. we call it the playroom, and it sounds posh, but it's a conservatory with the girls' toys shoved in it. Yeah. Right, and it's just an absolute tip because they don't keep it tidy. Um, and a family of wasps decided to build a nest in the playroom, which is great.
1: That sounds isn't like it? a lot of fun.
2: So um, I had to ring up um, a pest control guide to come round and remove the wasps' nest, and for 70 quid. Essentially, he gets a long pole and pushes the nest out of the. Uh, it was underneath the roof tiles and they were getting into the playroom. Yeah. So for 70 quid, Right, He gets a long pole, this geezer, and I watched him, and he just knocks it down, right, and then he goes, that'll sort it, mate, and he drives off, and I'm like, 70 quid. But
1: didn't the wasps go absolutely bananas? Oh,
2: mate. So, we've we've still got wasps who are now living in the the playroom, so he hasn't done that job very well.
1: So, you just have to shut the door and just wait for them to die, basically. Yeah,
2: basically, yeah, and apparently they don't die, because they just hibernate, and they'll be back when it gets a little bit warmer. Oh, I thought they just died. That's what I thought as well. So, um, that was um, problem number one. Yes. Problem number two, it's been very wet this week and uh, we noticed that we've got a couple of leaks in the roof. Great. This is exactly what I needed after the wasp situation. So i got a roofing guy who came round and uh, he, he, he said, "Like I'll merely pop round and give you a quote on the job. He stayed at mine for 2 hours and 57 minutes and for 2 hours and 47 minutes he talked about boxing. All right, And then it was just the last 10 minutes that he looked at the issue and went, yep, yeah, uh, I'll send you a quote. That's come in at around about £3,000 to uh, get that sorted. Ouch. Mm. Yep, I've not sat down for some time, my friend. My week is looking quite good compared <laughs> yes, to yours. absolutely. And um, I sat down with my wife, Leanne, and said, I just hate it when you get weeks like this where 70 quid for yeah. a load of wasps, and then you get a three grand quote for fixing the roof. And I was just like, enough's enough. you know. There's only so much that one man can take, to which our little cat, Betsy, Um, Hobble past me outdoors and she can't put any weight on her front right paw and I was like oh for flip's sake (laughs) so um, she now this is great because I don't get much luck with cats do I? no didn't didn't your other one get kidnapped or something? I'll I'll get on to Rory the the story because I know for for many of my pals it's one of their favourite stories that I share Um, but back to Betsy I took her to the vets and she's a cat Okay,
1: So you're um, already at £3,070.
2: Correct, yeah. Um, now let's just bump that up to £3,600 to, oh, to, no. to, to rectify the, the cat's um, bitten paw, right? So she's been bitten. By? By a mouse, right? Now... What a rubbish cat. What, <laughs> what kind of cat is this? Right? <laughs> Betsy, your job... Right, and this is the single reason, we live semi-rural, the single reason we got a couple of cats was to kill the mice. Not my cats. No, they're getting bullied by the mice. So she's been bitten by a mouse, oh, which has then cost me about 400 quid in vet bills, in injections, potential x-rays. I'm like, you are
1: kidding me. What? These flipping millennial cats, they're such snowflakes. <laughs> yeah, they really are. And, 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 and look, back to the story about Rory. Because so, well, uh, when you when you said with cat prompts, do you still have Rory? I can't remember as no, Rory I, departed. I,
2: I see him occasionally,
1: and he flicks me the middle paw, right? Because he's he, he's. Oh, not. he hasn't died.
2: No, he's still alive. Yeah. So you, your cat is still gone. Uh, he's still gone, and he's still living with somebody else. Yeah. It's, it's quite a long story, that the, Rory, the Rory story. Because so he
1: disappeared for a while, didn't yeah, he? Yeah,
2: so we moved house. And he just assumed he is dead now. And, no, no, he's still around. He still sees me. Um, he winks at me occasionally because he knows he's cost me a fortune and a lot of embarrassment. Uh, we moved house and, as quote my, my wife Leanne, she says, you were too tight to put him in a cat's uh, cattery. So uh, we got one of our friends to look after Rory whilst we moved. She opened the window and he did one, right? And we didn't see him for about six months. Oh, your friend must feel awful. This is basically their fault. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, Leanne and her don't really speak anymore because of this cat. So, um, Rory bogs off. And then, about six months later, we moved into our new house, uh, blah, blah, blah. Because he was chips. So I get a phone call from. A, so, you didn't move far away? Not really. No, no. Okay. It was Just a stone's throw away. And I got a phone call from a lady in the village that I've never met cause we live in a tiny little village. And she rang and said, Are you Mr. Fox? I said, Yeah. She says, uh, Your cat, Rory, lives next door to me with the. How's best to describe her? She's a character of the village, this lady.
1: Is she someone who doesn't interact with a lot of people? Nobody, no. She, right, so she's, she's fairly isolated. Yes, and okay. so... Lockdown th- wasn't a massive problem for her. No, no, absolutely
2: not. So this other lady rings me, she says, Mr Foxy? Yeah? I said, yeah. She said, your cat Rory? I said, yeah. She said, uh, oh, he lives next door to me. So literally, Rory had left this lady's house who was looking after him when we moved house, had then moved... To where we actually live now, which is incredible, and moved in with another lady. <laughs> it's just it's so pretty he, much
1: walked past our new drive. He's anticipated where you're going to leave yeah. house. To. How
2: amazing is that? So Rory's now at this this woman's house, and the one thing she said before she put the phone down, she said, "Look, if you are going to get uh, Rory, um, I suggest that you call um, a PC so and so, who is our local police officer." I'm like Jesus, like what's he done? What, <laughs> what's his cat done? So I'm like, okay. So I put the phone down I say to Leanne, Rory just lives over there. I mean, I can literally see the field, um, but it's been suggested that I contact the police if, if I want to go and get him because the lady's a bit of a character. So she said, well, you better ring the police. And I'm like, okay.
1: So I'll ring PC so-and-so. So you're in fact, you are now phoning up the police, the police to say, I want to get my cat. I want to get my cat back, yeah. And I'm, and I'm not quite sure whether it'll be a problem or not. And I've been told, I've been recommended... To call you. I need police protection.
2: Police protection (laughs) to go... When I get this cat. So I I called this policeman and um, we got into... I said, ginger cat, he's called Roy. He said, oh, and he's a Welsh guy. He said, oh, I know the cat you mean. I know exactly... I don't know why I'm doing a farmer's accent. I know exactly where he is. She's a bit of a character. I'll pick you up in half an hour. Jesus (laughs)
1: Jesus! How <laughs> did he turn up in the SWAT van? No. what
2: well, you've just completely killed. It. No, right. So I, I'm guessing what happened in in Droitwich Police Station. They must have a, a cupboard with all the keys in. They've for... never
1: used the riot gear before. What?
2: So he must have just grabbed a load of ki- a, a set of keys from the, the the key cupboard. Right, got into the car park, going, ah, oh, I'm not sure which uh, boy or I don't know which uh, car keys. It, you know. So he, he he pressed the open, and then the riot van flashed the two. <laughs> so he's like, I'll just use that. So I'm stood at the end of the drive, okay? Please tell me he turns up kitted, full visor, (laughs) He wasn't. (laughs) Riot battle. Bazooka and the one (laughs) arm. I'm taking this lady down to Chinatown. So I'm stood at the end of the drive, and he said, I'll meet you there, blah, 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 explain where I live. And I just saw this riot van coming towards me. (laughs) I'm like, you are kidding. So he pulls up next to me, he goes, hop in. So I get into the riot van, the police riot van, sat next to this copper, and he goes, let's go and get your cat. I'm like, Jesus, what is wrong? with this woman he's like but she's just a bit eccentric so let's just I'm gonna come with you just in case okay So we get there, blah, blah, blah. This lady says, yeah, no, that's my cat. And I'm like, no, it's mine. And I was asked to take a picture. So I took a picture of Rory with my girls, blah, 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 to prove it was my cat. The following day, by the way, I had to take documents into the police station to go and prove that it was Rory, my cat. But that's that's for another day. And we turn up in this riot van, and we have a chat with the lady. We get Rory back eventually. (laughs) He says, do you want me to drop you back home? I said, yeah. So Leanne's in the kitchen washing the dishes. And all she sees is me and Rory in a police riot van up the drive <laughs> absolute swan so i said right rory in the house closed the door nobody opened the door he's got to be inside our house for about four or five months to make sure he knows where he now lives within about 20 minutes rosie my little daughter opens the front door bogs off not seen him again since last week when he flicked me in the middle paw not much luck with cats
0: ladies and gentlemen Foxy and Giuliano, the podcast.
2: So, Giuliano, my wife, Leanne, said something this week. She admitted something which I've not known uh, that she does in our relationship for the last however many years.
1: And... Is it going to embarrass her?
2: Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. Let's give her a call. (laughs)
5: Leanne? Yeah, hang on. We're just getting ready to
2: go out, mate. Oh, we should have a quick chat.
5: Yeah.
2: Oh, don't sound too happy about it. I know, but I'm just
5: right in the middle of trying to
2: get the bikes out of the shed. This is the this is your first um, appearance on the soon to be award winning podcast. How does it feel?
5: Oh, you're not
1: recording me, are you? No, no don't worry about it. We wouldn't. Do are you
5: that. recording me now? No. no.
1: This will be rubbish oh, to put I'm on there.
5: Have a start. Let's start again then.
4: Ah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, hang on. Listen to her voice change. Right? She's going to go from. Yeah, uh, rough-reading girl to someone who's occasionally spent some time in Windsor. You okay?
5: Oh, I feel embarrassed now. Thank you.
2: Leanne, how many of the podcasts have you listened to?
5: Um, I have... <laughs> well, I have been meaning to listen to them.
1: You haven't listened to your husband's podcast?
5: Oh, no, I have. Guys, I'm your biggest fan, I promise. I really, really think it's such a good thing that you're doing.
1: Okay, well, okay. Well, 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 I've well. only
5: listened to the first one.
1: You've only <laughs> See what I mean. See what we're fighting with here. You could. You haven't done many. You could We've have just, done. S- this is seven. You could
2: have just lied and just said all of them. But then we have written a test. So.
5: Well, no, I have started listening. I want. To, oh, I really want to listen to the Barry and the Kiara one as well. I. I. I do need to. It just works in Manic and the girls and. Have you, you subscribed know. yet? Yeah.
1: So yeah. they should all download automatically.
5: Oh well, that's not happening on my phone. <laughs> I have like to click on it.
1: Oh hang on, there's a child
5: going mad. Uh, What's wrong, Elf? I haven't left you.
2: Oh, oh good lord. The, hang on then. the pressures have been... Uh, well, um,
5: is this just what you've phoned me up to? Well,
2: no, I, I I was just about to play something to Juliana. I just felt that you needed the right to reply. So, oh, right. we, we were in the car earlier this week and um, oh. I, I hit record on my phone and you said the following words. Let's have a listen to this. So Leanne, tell me <coughs> what do you do when you're on the train? I don't want to tell you. Please just admit it again, because how long we've been together?
5: We've been together for 13 years, 14.
2: Why have you started talking posh? (laughs)
5: Because you started recording me.
2: So all those years I never knew that when you're on a train, sometimes you do what?
5: (laughs) I pretend that I'm in a music video. (laughs) (laughs) More specifically. And pretend that I'm in a Cranberries music video.
2: <laughs> so what's that got to do with being sat on a train?
5: Well, if it's raining. <laughs> I don't know, actually. There's no... I don't want to do that anymore. Right. Okay.
2: Just so you know, we're over. Uh,
5: hang on. But what did you say that you sometimes do when you're in a
2: car? Goodbye!
1: All right, there's quite a lot there. <laughs> yeah, there is a lot to divulge, Okay, right? so, Deanne, you pretend you're in a Cranberries video. And don't worry, we'll get on to Foxy in a minute. You, you pretend you're in a music video when you're on the train. I like
5: everyone does that at certain points. You know, when you're daydreaming and then, I don't know, you might be feeling a certain thing. Is there yeah. a
2: specific Cranberries music video that's, that's set on a train?
5: I can't remember what the name of the song is, but... Um, but there is? No, no, it's just the one that I always sing.
2: And what do you do? Do you start pretending to lip-sync the song
1: whilst you're sat on your chair?
5: No, because then I'd look really strange.
1: So what do you do? So you you sit there, and if it's raining, you look out the window.
5: This is quite embarrassing, actually.
1: I know, that's why we're talking about it. (laughs) We
2: thought two things. Firstly, it would be entertainment for the podcast, and secondly, you'll probably listen to this one.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I'm not so sure. So so, so what's the significance of the rain?
5: Um, Well, you know... Cranberry songs are quite sad, aren't they? And then when it's raining and you're on a train
1: See so, so you sit there, you're a bit at a table and you look out the window and in your head you're 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 the woman out of the cranberries.
5: Yeah <laughs> When you put it like that, Giuliano, I sound a bit strange. So in your
1: head, you're singing, are you, the song?
5: Well, no, you know, I'm just someone's just recording me on a train for the music video.
1: <laughs> oh, so you're pretending. So, so it's not so much the song. You're 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 in a video, and you're pretending that you're a star being filmed for a video.
5: <laughs> no, no. I, it's really, really stupid. All right. Come on, I'm sure if you admitted it, there's times where you imagine scenarios in your head.
1: Well, I, I'm going to I'm going to admit two things. You know, okay. Like
5: could do that scenario for still having a
1: really good job on commercial radio yeah i don't <laughs> i don't think right for example that it's strange that people pretend to do things yeah because when you for. know when you're at like uh, the service station in the loos yeah my favorite toilets are the ones where they've got a sensor right yeah and then i can pretend to be a jedi and move my hand over it you know like like jedis do when they go they, yeah, go, yeah. they can sort of play with people's minds yeah and I and I move my hand past the sensor, and I pretend that I'm using the power of my mind to flush the toilet.
5: <laughs> like so a gen- you can't make out that what I've just said is strange, then Joel, because that also is equally strange.
1: No, I'm not saying it's strange, but I, I, I don't care about it. I also, sometimes when on the motorway, I like to pretend that I'm following people in a police chase. Well, that's what I do. <laughs> so I, that's what Liam
2: yeah, was talking about at the end of recording. I sometimes pretend I'm in a police car.
1: I like to... Ta- I, like I make to... the noises and everything. I oh, don't make the noises. <laughs> do you not? Know no. Oh. I, like to prete- I like to pick, like, one specific car, and if they change lane... <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll tell them from a because di- it's got to be. How a distance. long does this go on for? Well, because if you're going like over a, 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 sort of a long drive for, on a motorway, I did it for a week once. <laughs> but sometimes you go like, I oh, wonder. I'll just, I'll just, I'll be two cars back, but I'll keep that. I'll go in the same lane as them, I'll, and I'll and I'll just f- pretend yeah. that I'm on a stakeout, That's what
2: following I people. Yeah, yeah. Leanne, you've had an absolutely before you go because I know you're busy with the girls. Yeah. You've had an absolutely blinding week because the other story that I wanted to share was your phone call with uh, our daughter Rose's teacher for the parents catch up this week. Oh, no, don't talk about that. Don't talk about that. No. So, so, so Leanne, I wasn't around because I was working um, and Leanne had to take the phone f- because it's all done on the phone now because of yeah. course COVID. So, Leanne spoke to Rose's teacher about uh, how she's doing really well. And we're both very proud. Um, and um, the following day was going to be the Halloween disco. So, Leanne said something to the teacher on the lines of, Oh, you must be very stressed at the moment. And uh, she replied with, Oh, yeah, I'm probably going to have a cup of tea in a minute. Imagine how I feel. I've got 30 kids dressed as Batman tomorrow doing a Halloween disco. To which Leanne said, Yeah, you should crack open the wine. To which the teacher replied with, Yeah, that's a good idea. I might have a glass later on. And then Leanne replied with, Yeah, potentially you could snort it. So Leanne was making a joke about my daughter's teacher doing class A drugs. <laughs> it
5: went so awkward after that. <laughs> It was just awful. Why
1: would you make a joke like <laughs> that?
5: I, re- I feel really embarrassed about it. <laughs> really embarrassed about it. Okay.
1: First of all, first of all, Leanne, do you snort wine?
5: <laughs> no, no, and John's, John's got that story slightly wrong. We were talking about anti hand gel, and that was the joke, and then she said about drinking it, and I went, ha, Why don't you just snort it? <laughs> and I said, That's I've got to go. So I was
0: like, Okay, bye. Foxy and Giuliano, the podcast.
2: So, Giuliano, of course, we do have our Facebook page, Foxy and Giuliano, the podcast. And let's not forget the Instagram page as well. Just search for Foxy and Giuliano on there. And and that is a place where we all get together, all ourselves and you, if you listen to the podcast, if you like the pages uh, and you've got anything. If you've got something that you'd like to share on the podcast, be it a story or an impression or a song. Something that you think would actually improve it. Yes. Then we'd we'd massively appreciate that. So do get in touch via the Facebook page Foxy and Giuliano, the podcast, or of course the Instagram page. Just search Foxy and Juliano. Which is exactly what John in Ireland has done. John,
0: hello, my friend. Oh,
2: John! Now we should explain that John was a listener from our BBC days mm-hmm. when we That's did when we did a show on there. And John, you're over in Ireland.
0: On the west coast in Galway, it's actually, I can actually say that it's a nice day today, although I wouldn't go outside, it's bloody freezing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it looks nice, so, not warm. So we've converted exactly. you to the podcast, yes?
0: Oh, definitely, I missed you guys. I mean, um, I, I know this is going to blow your egos up, but um, every now and again you get something on the station. Do you remember Les Ross on BRMB? We do, yes. We do,
1: we met Les many a time. Oh,
0: yeah. I mean, Les, you know, you turn on to listen to Les because it was good fun. Yeah. And you guys were a bit of fun, and it was just a, um, you know, a little bit different to to the news reports that were going on the radio. And uh, it's a pity that you're you're still not on the BBCWM.
1: Yes, I know. Let's not highlight our failings. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, I haven't fed my kids for three months. I mean, you, you've highlighted that uh, we can't work on there because of COVID, and also that Les Ross was a bit better than us. But other than that, this is a great start. Yeah.
0: Les um, Ross was better than anyone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you <laughs> got in touch. It. You got in touch with us to say that you've got a story that you wanted to share with us that you think would be great for the podcast that everyone would want to hear.
0: Can I just ask you because this isn't live radio can, and it's a podcast, so can I say things like shite and things like <laughs> yes. that, You know, <laughs> you, you can. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's needless. It, it sounds a lot
2: friendlier in the Irish accent. I always thought. Yeah, yeah. Well, no,
0: but. The, The Irish have actually developed um, all the swear words and made them usable in front of three-year-old children. (laughs) So when we use the F word, it's feck off. It's allowed, you know.
1: It's a really tricky one to decipher that. (laughs) (laughs) So what is your story that you think has to get on the podcast?
0: Well, I'm going back to the mid-80s and I worked on the International Convention Centre in Birmingham. I was a site engineer and uh, we got word that we were going to get a visit. At first we didn't know who it was, and then later on we found out it was going to be His Royal Highness, the Prince of Wales. And um, we were taken and we were given a bit of a briefing as to what we do. We weren't to speak to him. We had to speak when, back when he spoke to us. Uh, we weren't to ask him a question, and we referred to him as sir. Uh, so the top brass, Came up from London and they were taking his royal highness around the side point this point that and then eventually it got to the lineup of staff and they, his royal highness came along the the line and I had to say something to be fair to him because I don't know how many people he has to shake hands with he had a different question for each person and I thought it was absolutely superb mm. but beside me was um the foreman now um I won't say his name just in case people know him and they are listening on. Um, his name was um, Peter. Actually, that, that was his real name. Um, but it, it, forget I said that. No, um, eventually, anyway, his Royal Highness comes up to, to, to Peter and he just says, um, he says uh, 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 Peter, he says, how are you doing for time? And Peter looks at him and he says, we're always on time, sir. And then his Royal Highness said, and, 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 and Labour, he says, how are you doing for Labour? And Peter just looked him straight in the eye and says, Why? He says, You're looking for a job? <laughs> and then Peter turned, I remember he turned, he looked at me, and I just said to Peter, Well, I, I said he could leave his name up in the cabin if he likes. And to be fair to him, Prince Charles was chuckling away at this. And he said to, Well, well, he said, I wouldn't mind to go at some brickwork. So Peter said, Well, he said, just leave your name in the office. He says, and I actually said then, and his address, No, Pete says, no, we don't need his address, we know where he lives. (laughs) But as I say, I think it was a little bit of a humour that he he really enjoyed it. And uh, he he carried on. But then I had a few things to do, and about 20 minutes later, I was making my way up to to where the office was. And next thing, the Royal Limo was uh, moving past me. And it's all blacked out windows. But you could just see you know and i could see prince charles doing the royal wave and i turned around and there was nobody else there it was just me the future king <laughs> of England, or Britain, or the, the Commonwealth, he waved at me. I mean, I'm, I'm drinking out on this. It doesn't go down well in Ireland, but I'm drinking out on this for, for years, like, you know.
1: Uh, this is the story that you dine out on all the time.
0: <laughs> As I say, it doesn't go down too well. here. So I don't <laughs> was, was it you?
1: I, I, I'm trying to remember back to... This is going back a few years. Was it you who called us? Was there something about someone getting seen on TV on the site? Because I remember you talking about the ICC. Oh, yes, there was,
0: yeah. Um, I don't know where I pulled this out
1: from in my memory bank, but there was something about the ICC and someone getting seen on TV. What happened?
0: They were doing, what was it called? It was, you know, remember that um, Central TV or ATV? Yeah. Um, They had the big, big building there on on Broad Street. They came across and they were doing some filming in the... um, in the International Convention Center. And I actually uh, just happened to have caught it on the TV the one night I was watching it. And there in the background, you could see me having an argument with somebody else. <laughs> and I took my hard hat off, and I ended up throwing it on the floor. And the fellow I was having an argument with, he was uh, a Sikh. And he took his turban off and he threw that on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) And the two of us were going other. This was all very much in the background. But it was just, when I went to work the next day, you know, I got such a ribbon on it. Foxy and Giuliano, the podcast.
1: Should we play pork balls? Let's play pork balls. You ready? You sing, I'll follow.
2: In other words, you can't remember the words. Nope. Ah. Here we go. Pork balls, pork balls, get
1: your pork balls. Will you be our caller from all our calls? Pork balls, pork balls, get your pork balls. Get the
2: number right
1: and you'll get your pot tonight. I nearly forgot it myself there. Eh? Who have we got playing pot balls this time around? He works in retail as a deputy manager. He's from Acox Green in Birmingham. And a fascinating fact about Tom, he's the captain of his pool team. Tom! Hey. Hey, how you doing? I'm good, you? Yeah, I'm good. You good at pool then, are you, Tom?
4: Uh, no, I'm crap. But I'm <laughs> <good> at-
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of your team?
4: Uh, the Botterville Lions. Hmm?
1: The what? The Botterville Lions? Yes. Okay, what's the what's the reason behind that?
4: Um, we've moved a few times, and the other team was called the Bottleville, so we had to think of another name to at the end of it. That's a pretty cun- boring, really. <laughs> a
1: cunning change there, Tom. Very clever. Okay, and yeah. who's on your team? Give him a give him give him give a name check.
4: Um, uh, Roger Meredith, um, Rob, um, Mickey Greening. Sounds like, got out. I'm going there to be honest, so it, sounds,
2: it sounds like you're making these names up, if I'm honest with you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: Gary, uh, Phil, <laughs> uh, Steve. And, and
1: is it going well in the league at the moment?
4: Or, I don't know, can you even play at the moment? Uh, we've actually finished the season. We we, we we managed to finish the season, just before they put the 10 o'clock curfew. Yeah. And we uh, we finished about six in the league and we got promoted last season, so that was all right. Oh, that's good. Well,
1: well done.
2: How, well, many, yeah. how many teams are in the league, Tom? Seven
4: In ours Yes I'm uh, Twelve and
2: out oh, Very good mate Very good Right well Thank you very much For playing Port Balls On this podcast edition um, Tell all your team To listen to us Yes indeed Tell them
1: to listen to yourself Who, Who's who's, oh, we'll who's your favourite Out of your team And who's The biggest tosser
4: <laughs> I say, like, um, well, Roger's my favourite He's our best player Yeah and the biggest tosser in the stepdad. <laughs> <laughs> Good nice. afternoon. Have a All happy right.
2: Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great <laughs> one, that is. time tell you. All right, then, mate. Now, we get to the point where you have to come up with a number.
1: Right. Okay, yeah. It's very simple, Pork Balls, Tom. We have phoned a Chinese restaurant, and we asked them, what number are Pork Balls on your menu? Right. Okay. If yeah. you can guess what number balls are on the menu of the Chinese restaurant, which we have called... We will pay for your takeaway up to the value of £20. Right, OK. That's out of our own pocket, Tom. Oh, thank you.
4: Um... 37.
1: Oh, you're going straight in then. Usually at this point we'd ask for some strategy. Like, what, why, why 37?
4: Oh, because um I actually looked at a Chinese menu last night just to see what number <laughs> the there's. Oh and, so you've uh, been putting in some research, training. Mate,
1: research, This is the kind of dedication if if in future you want to play pork balls, okay. And you, we always we always put it up on our Facebook page who would like to play and that's be, how that's be like how, Tom. Yeah, that's how you did it, Tom, wasn't it? You said I wanna play. Yeah, I
4: did, yes.
1: On Foxy and Giuliano the podcast. That's our Facebook page, if you want yeah. to have a look. Okay. And so you've actually put some training in and you looked at the Chinese Which Which Chinese menu did you look at?
4: Uh, Yummy House in Acock's Screen. I don't get it from that one, but that's what I saw online.
1: Okay, fair enough, fair enough. So we're going for 37, are we, it, Tom? Honestly, it sounds foolproof. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Should we, we lock it in? Do you want to lock, yeah, it, in? lock it in? Let's lock, lock the number in. in, all right. Okay. <laughs> it's locked. It's locked in. Good luck, Tom. Thank
4: you.
2: We're all praying for 37. Let's call the Chinese takeaway. That's me, Flown. Hi, good evening. I was just wondering what number your port balls are on your takeaway menu. Uh, one, two, nine. One, two, nine. Perfect. Thank you very much, mate.
1: Take care. All uh, right,
2: sure. Thank you. Bye. Goodbye. One, two, nine, Tom! Sorry, Tom.
1: Oh. <laughs> That's okay. Wow. Well, there we go. Your training was an absolute load of rubbish. <laughs>
2: <laughs> good on you top listen thank you very much for being on the podcast mate tell all your mates to listen make sure you like our facebook page and our instagram page and we shall get you on again very soon
4: that'd be great thank you
2: take care tom everybody playing port balls we finish on the low again. That was a terrible clap, wasn't it? It was. Is that is that a clap, was it? Sounded like a
1: cow pat, didn't it?
2: Please do subscribe to the podcast. You can do that via all your usual podcast outlets. And if you subscribe, we'll, of course, notify you when the next podcast is ready. Uh, and do like us on Facebook. Foxy and Giuliano, the podcaster. Of course, our little Instagram page. Just search for Foxy and Giuliano. Thank you very much. Good night.